When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Off the bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Great to have your company on this Saturday morning. Jimmy Williams with Mark Reddings, who's in the chair for Paul Hazelby. He's having a well-earned rest. Good morning, Skeet. Yeah, good morning to you, Jimmy. A well-earned rest is probably a bit of an um, overstatement. He's had a bit of a break over the past uh, six months, Hayes, and he's getting himself nice and refreshed. He's headed to the north of the state. Uh, a bit of fishing, a bit of cray fishing as well. But importantly, we have to pay kudos to the great man, we Paul do. Hazelby, because not too many blokes that we know have had statues <laughs> erected on their behalf. When you look at Nicky Winmar outside Optus Stadium, you go, thumbs up. But I'll tell you what, there are some famous football names who've had that honour bestowed upon them. We think of Josh Kennedy, Harry Taylor, uh, Jamie Cripps, Paddy Cripps, and Paul Hazelby. The question I ask you, when it comes to a statue, don't you start laughing, but will this statue be a 2021 version of Hayes, who has looked very good this year, he's done the big bike ride down south, or is it going to be when he was playing for the great Fremantle Dockers or even up in his uh, old hometown there in Northampton. The privilege of this job, um, Skeet, is uh, getting to know Paul Hayesby really well. And I, you know what? I don't think he'll care one bit. Uh, he'll just be absolutely loving it. Hey, look, on a serious note, the work that they've done yep. for the, the town up there, the community, Cyclone Saroja, uh, devastated it. And well done to all those players and all those members of the community, past players. Andrew Lockyer, of course, was a big part of it. Huge. They have done an enormous job in getting that town back to its feet. So well done, Paul Hazelby. Um, yeah, I'm sure he'll be absolutely wrapped, as will the other players. Now, one man who I reckon mm. is probably on the path to maybe one day having a statue of himself in Western Australia if he keeps going as Mr. Popular, our Premier Skeet. Now, I, I want to preface my comments around the upcoming Ashes Test, which is yet to be confirmed here in Perth, that I, more than Anybody out there want to see it played here in Perth at Optus Stadium. But I don't want to see it played here if there's going to be rules for the English cricketers and rules that aren't to be followed by people who want to come to Western Australia to see their loved ones who can't because the borders are closed. Well, you make a point and you look at social media and there are a lot of people who are up in arms, particularly those that live on the east coast of Australia, have loved ones here and some, dare I say it, even with loved ones who are elderly and in very poor health that would love to get back to see uh, their nearest and dearest. And they are being denied at the moment because of the rules which we are governed in WA. Now, I'm like you. I love my cricket. I can't wait for the Ashes to come to Australia. It's the Ashes, Skeet. But let's bear in mind, the English cricket team will go through a process when they arrive in Australia. There will be uh, a quarantine process for them. Now, the issue becomes after the fourth test in New yes. South Wales, where after which they might even have to extend uh, and put a day back of the tour and, and make the fifth test start here on the 15th of January, just so they can get those five days or thereabouts of quarantine in Perth. So the English cricketers, the Australian cricketers can travel from their hotel to the ground and back, and that's pretty much it. 
that is going to be, I think, the the key to getting this test across the line. I think it will happen. I think they'll play the test in Australia, here in WA, but I understand your angst, and I know Mark McGowan is facing a fair bit of flack on that front. Do you think the English players actually want to be in a bubble? Because it sounded like at the start of the whole coming down under thing that they actually don't want to be part of any bubbles. Well, I think they're going to have to get used to the fact that for the first part of their trip quarantine, after which the rules will be relaxed. Bear in mind, with 90% vaccination rates in New South Wales double dose, they're just about back to normal in terms of travel, etc. So we're the only state, essentially, that are finding hurdles with regards to getting teams in and out of WA. So let's hope that we do get the test match here, but I can understand the frustration of many people, folk that can't get those exemptions, that elite sports people can. And we love our sports, so we're conflicted. We absolutely do, Skeet. I really hope that the test match is here. The uh, the Ashes test comes to Optus Stadium. But as I said, I just I really feel for those people that have been dying and trying to get over back to Western Australia, and they can't. Uh, we'll be back with more on Off the Bench after this. Mark Reddings and Jimmy Williams with you on this Saturday morning. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Jimmy Williams and Mark Reddings in for Paul Hazelby this Saturday morning. Great to have your company. Skeet, don't want to harp on about COVID-19 too much, but there seems to be more questions than answers in the AFL world at the moment. A couple of big stories this week with an AFL player, Hawthorne's Finn McGuinness, being diagnosed with COVID-19. The club had to be shut down and all the staff and the players weren't allowed to go there. This looks like it's going to be an ongoing issue. Yeah, no doubt about that. And look, most clubs and most players are going to have their players fully vaccinated in time for the start of next season with, of course, the regulations coming into play. And we know even WA with regards to... uh, capacities with crowds that they have to be vaccinated with over a thousand at say Optus Stadium etc so it'll be part of life going forward Jimmy I guess the the question mark came during the week when Carlton had a player that has yet to be vaccinated and has some hesitancy we believe around it Liam Jones who's uh, no fringe player he's a very important part of that Blues lineup so I have no real issue with his name coming out on the basis that each week during the AFL season clubs put out medical status of of players and, and where they're at so in this case it would be wrong of the club and certainly wrong of um, those that have the information to, to not reveal that Liam has at this point decided not to. Therefore, if he doesn't adhere to the protocols, then his contract becomes questionable. Can I can I put a question to you without notice? Put yourself, this is the AFL's own Kyrie Irving situation to borrow a line from you, Skeet. Put yourself in Liam Jones's shoes. Why has he not been vaccinated? And do you think... He will get it because if he doesn't, he's done, right? Well, I would have thought, uh, you know what speaks louder than words? That's your bank balance. And when it comes to <laughs> your financials, I think we all agree. And those that are hesitant, we weren't going to harp on COVID-19 for too long. We've just done that. But Liam Jones, I think, will get to the point where he realises his career, his future in the game is dependent on getting the jab. So I think that will be resolved. Just go back about 12 or 18 months ago, there was an uproar when Sam Switkowski from the Fremantle Dockers was named as having a COVID test. So I think in the fullness of time, these issues will uh, just blend into the mix. And next year, hopefully, it becomes a background issue as opposed to front and centre. Let's move on from COVID-19, Skeet. Enough of that. Let's Ah. move on to the good news of the week, which was a story that we all expected. Shannon Hearn and, of course, Josh Kennedy re-signing with the West Coast Eagles. No surprises here. It was like saying to your your four-year-old son, listen, uh, Santa Claus might be coming this year. You know he's coming (laughs) at the end of the day, but you're just waiting for December 24, midnight, for it to tick over. They were always going to play on, but, of course, there were some conditions where we believe that uh, during the 
McGovern has taken a bit of a haircut with regards to pays to help out his good mates, JK and Bunger. So well done to Jerry McGovern. They need to, to have those two players playing good footy because, let's be honest, they haven't changed their lists a lot. Uh, and off the back of that... Um, this is probably their last run with the current group that they have for a flag. Of course, 2018, as of 2022, is four years ago. So they need to find something. And let's be honest, I don't think Josh Kennedy's going to play every game of the year. And Shannon Hearn, although required, he's not the future. He just has to be there to help guide this young group through to the next stage of their careers. But it does speak volumes about what they're planning for 2022. They've, they've got one last trick up their sleeve, don't you think? Uh, you'd think so. And look, I'm not so sure that um, they can't at least challenge, but things have to go their way. They have to have a good preseason. They've got to get their best players fit. That didn't happen. And I'll tell you what they also need. They need a change in the attitude. If things don't go their way with regards to uh, the, the travel routine of the past two years, I don't think they've handled it that well. So that has to be a hallmark of the Eagles, getting back to what they have been good at. Uh, at 2018. Again, they've been relatively disappointing since that point. Speaking of injuries, Fremantle's got a big one. Their captain, Nat Fife, uh, a really awkward one. He had surgery, it got infected. It, it doesn't look good. He's behind the eight ball in terms of pre-season. And some have floated that the captaincy at Fremantle should now be up for grabs if he's not going to be there for the start of the season. Where do you sit on that one, Skeet? No, no I'm keeping Nat Fife as captain as it stands. Uh, he mentioned he went surfing in Tasmania and had some real pain in that shoulder. So uh, we know that the issue wasn't from his second surgery, his most recent surgery in WI. It was from his initial um, operation in Melbourne where there was an infection involved. So that has to be sorted out. He's had shoulder problems for a while now, which is a big concern. And he's at the back end of his career. No, I don't think he should lose his captaincy. If so, Andy Brayshaw's the player that's been talked up. But I think the biggest concern is getting Nat Fife fit and ready, hopefully for a full campaign next year. And that's the big concern. Without him and no Adam Shearer next season, there has to be a way that this Fremantle midfield can operate because you can't expect someone like David Mundy to go as well as he did this year, 2021, as he possibly might next year. They're certainly the team to watch, I think, next year, Skeet. Can't wait for the football season to be back. We've got a ton of cricket to come, as we spoke about off the top of the show. Hopefully, that Ashes test will be in Perth without any restrictions. More of Off the Bench. Jimmy Williams, Mark Reddings with you after this. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Jimmy Williams and Mark Reddings this morning filling in for Paul Hosby. It's great to have your company. And for McMahon, golden moments, opportunities as good as gold. McMahon, be more. Shannon Hearn earlier this week caught up with Carl Langen and Paul Hazelby after recommitting to West Coast for another season. Is it true? Do you have to snip uh, Jezza to get a new contract? Um, well, I'm, not, I'm not really sure what happened with all that. But, you know, it's uh, sometimes all those things you know can happen through football clubs, but no, it's just great to be playing. Um, the club was very good and and verbally had agreed, but just had to work it out in the end. Um, but no, it's nice to always get that stuff done. Has it, it has it taken a little bit longer than what you thought, though, given I think it was a few months ago that we spoke to you about it? Uh, well, well, not not from... No, I don't think so, no. Um, I've been, been in contact with the club and Trevor Nisbet's always been great. So it was always going to be towards the back end and... Um, you know, there was a verbal agreement and I thought that was always going to be the case. It's one of those things in the country. What you say is what you're going to do. So I always thought it was going to be, be fine. So I wasn't um, stressed about it being at a, at a at a later notice. And you don't want to go on if you don't think you're up to it and you can't perform. But your season last year was outstanding. And I thought you actually, you know, wound back the clock a few times with some of your intensity around the ball. So clearly you feel like you've got a lot to offer still. Uh, yeah, I do, Paul. I mean, I, you're exactly right. I mean, if, if it was going to be a challenge or 
um, the thought of going through another pre-season or a year was, you know, 50-50 or didn't want to. There's, there's, there's certainly no point playing. So um, I, I still felt comfortable um, uh, throughout the year. Unfortunately, I had a couple of soft tissue injuries, but, you know, I still really wanted to compete, wanted to win, uh, still wanted to keep playing well and contribute to the team. So that hasn't changed, and that was, you know, why I wanted to continue going on, and, um, you know, it was worked out well that the club club agreed as well. Off the top of our show tonight, we have started the conversation around uh, the, the rules and, and what they look like and whether the AFL will change any. And given that you have just come off a season, a proper season, because 2020 was restricted 17 games, shorter quarters, but with the stand rule, with the kick-ins out to 15 metres, which benefit a bloke with a powerful leg like you, rotations down to 75 from 90, quarter lengths back to 20 minutes plus time on, and the 666 rule, how do you think all of that worked in your your view um well I, th- I think it i think it probably kept the ball in motion a bit more um so as in not as many stoppages uh but there probably wasn't as much scoring so i know the afl want to try to get that up and i think i think part of it is just in general the game style of football and football clubs um you know we always talk about back through the 80s and 90s you'd be 20 goals to 18 goals. I, I don't know whether that's going to happen, but I certainly think people want to be able to see scores. Um, you know, as for the rules, like the the the, the, no, the stand the stand on the mark rule, I think that makes the ball move a bit more. But sometimes you can play keep offs with that. I think you see it just depends on where you are in your um, team and where your strengths are. So watching that grand final, I mean, Melbourne and. Western Bulldogs were fantastic. And I think that suits their football, that free-flowing, get it inside 50. They've got some very good forwards um, and capitalise and kick goals. So I think it's a positive, um, but there'll probably be changes you know, throughout the year and what the AFL brings up, we'll have to wait and see. Great to hear from Shannon Hearn returning to West Coast for some more golden moments in season 2022. McMahon has opportunities as good as gold. Visit careers.mcmahon.com.au. McMahon, be more. More of Off the Bench. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Great to have your company this morning. Jimmy Williams and Mark Reddings and Skeeter, the Aussies, eh? Matthew Wade clubbing them to every corner of the park. A sports news update for Novus. There's a Novus near you, 13-22-34. We're into the final. We'll take on New Zealand, and that is a massive result for Australia. They looked like they were going to bottle it. They looked dead and buried. And then Matthew Wade, three consecutive sixes to get Australia over the line. Marcus Stoinis with a nice cameo. And we will take on New Zealand tomorrow evening. That's going to be a cracker. Fingers crossed we can get over the line. Also this week, Skeet, the Perth Wildcats had their season launch for the upcoming NBL season. Of course, the NBL Blitz kicks off today. Perth Wildcats not in action for a few days. And earlier this week, Jesse Wagstaff outlined what's going on in the camp and why he can't wait to get to work with Scott Morrison ahead of another basketball season. Obviously, your fixtures have had to change and you're going to have a, a nice, quick block of games here. Five games, I think, first to kick off the season and then we don't know how long you're going to have to be on the road yet. Yeah, I mean, that's the interesting thing, right? Uh, with the border situation and, um, you know, we'll, we'll have those games at home and then after, who knows what it looks like. So... Um, you know, those decisions are well above our pay grade, or well above mine at the very least. So um, we just kind of got to adapt. We got we got a bit of it last year, and, you know, it's just the world we live in right now. So um, we'll prepare the best we can, and, and maybe those fixtures change again. But um, we'll see, and as I said, we'll prepare and 
and whoever we play, I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll do our best and, and see what happens. Given the experience of last season, Jesse, do you feel he can maybe, not improve, certainly learn about how to, to cope with that travel away from home and bubbles, etc.? Do you, do you feel like your last season may have been a bit more experimental, but do you feel like if it happens, you, you know what's coming your way? Yeah, look, to be honest, I think we handled it really well. Um, you know, it, it was it was rarely discussed in terms of quite specifically. We just kind of rolled with the punches, and um, if the schedule changed and games changed, which, which they did, um, we just kind of prepared. And, um, you know, it was, as I said, it sounds like a cliche and it sounds stupid and another, you know, another sportsman blowing out the same cliches. But, you know, we just kind of looked at what we could control and that scheduling we really can't. Um, those COVID outbreaks here and there. So, um, as I said, we'll just prepare and whoever we play, we'll, we'll play. One guy you are missing at the back end of last season and most Wildcats fans would be pretty eager to find out whether Bryce Cotton is uh, back and looking as if he's ready to tear the NBL apart again. Yeah, look, BC's looking good. And, he's, you know, he's been out on court um, for a while now. He really hasn't missed any preseason, um, So he's looking great. Um, obviously, the end of last year was disappointing for him and the team. Um, but, yeah, he's looking great. And it was a reasonably um, fast recovery. It was just kind of unfortunate timing, I guess. But, um, yeah, he's raring to go. Jesse Wagstaff there, Perth Wildcats captain last season. Who knows? Probably going to be the captain again under Scott Morrison, who's now out of quarantine. That's great news. Mark Reddings could not think of uh, many things worse than having to do Two weeks quarantine and the uh, new Wildcats coach did it with his young family, even celebrated a birthday in there. Um, It was a tough time by the sound of his voice, but he got through and that's all that matters. A sports update for Novus. Don't let your old windscreen end up as landfill. Call Novus Glass 13 22 34. The NBL season cannot wait for it to be back. And the news there that Jesse Wagstaff provided us is that Bryce Cotton is looking to get back to his best. That is music to the ears of all the Perth Wildcats fans out there. That's all we've got time for. Skeet, great to have your company. We'll do it all again next Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.